one of the key components of Celebrate Recovery, one of the three doors that we talk about often is worship. But what is worship? And is it just about music and songs and instruments, or is it a little bit deeper than that? Today, we're going to talk about worship. Welcome to Celebrate Recovery Official. This is a podcast that shares hope and recovery topics, life change stories, all centered around the Beatitudes where Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 helps us to face our hurts, hangups, and habits so that we can walk in the newness of life and walk as he intended for us in our recovery journey. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. My name is Rodney. I'm the global field director of Celebrate Recovery. And so, so grateful to be here with you today. Thanks so much for joining us. Excited about our topic today around worship. And and maybe this is kind of foreign for you in this space uh, um, understanding why do we even do worship and celebrate recovery, and 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 we'll get to that in this conversation. But I brought in our our resident expert. Uh, you guys know him well. Uh, he is the the worship uh, pastor at uh, our celebrate recovery on Friday nights at Fellowship Rogers, and and even more uh, a brother in Christ and and a friend. And and I'm excited to have this conversation. So welcome to the conversation, Michael. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, introduce yourself and let's jump into a conversation. Well, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with sexual addiction, codependency, food issues, and pride. And my name is Michael. Hey, Michael. So right out of the gate, Michael, why don't we jump in? And and this is not to insult anybody's intelligence. It's just for a conversation. What is worship? Yeah, that's a great question, right? It's it's, worship is all over, all throughout the Bible, the, the word, actual word worship. But when you actually look at what is worship, it can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. And so I think at a broad scope, if I'm, I'm going to get a little technical here, but worship as a word is defined as the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration. Mm. And so, yeah. Oh, because I think one of the things, and you'll probably get into this in the conversation, is we think worship is music. Totally. Like, yeah. Hey, did we just had worship. And what we're saying is we just heard someone singing and playing mm-hmm. an instrument, but it's much more. What what you just said, that reverence, mm. it's it's much greater than singing a song and, and playing an instrument in it. Yeah, there's there's a depth to the word worship that I think I can so easily overlook. And, and, and definitely in our culture, and when I say culture, whether it's a celebrate recovery culture or church culture, Worship is that. It's the singing. It's that. But it's so much more than that. It's even so much more than what happens on our meeting night and that large group. It has to do with how do I live my life? How do I interact with people? I've thought about this too. You know, if if worship is showing reverence, adoration, this expression of respect, um, this expression of adoration, man, what would be the greatest way to revere someone or something? What would be the greatest mm. sign of respect, sign of, of adoration? Yeah. And, 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 I, and I, think, I think that with worship, the greatest sign of respect would be to dedicate my life to something. Mm. 
to spend my life literally ordering all of my steps to this thing or this person. Yeah. And, and like would that that would be the ultimate sign of worship. You know, I, <laughs> hey, I've dedicated my life. Like I've turned my life upside down and everything is about this thing or this person. And I'd be worshiping that thing. Yeah. Well and, and when you were talking it just this word posture, mm. you know, what's my posture as you said, with that thing or that someone, that person, right? It, there's a posture of I'm in I'm in the presence of greatness, mm-hmm. right? And and I love that thought. Just thinking about, I've heard it said that that worship is is a lifestyle. Mm, yes, right? yeah. It's like how am I living my life? And that's what's cool. I mean, even as you're talking, Michael, just thinking about when we come Friday night to the space where we're doing music through worship, yeah. right? It is this. Hopefully, it's a continuation of the reverence, would you say, adoration and respect mm-hmm. that's been taking place in the course and the context of our week leading into this corporate time, mm-hmm. um, which is an interesting thought. You know, am, am I coming in for the first time to show adoration, respect, and reverence yeah. for the Lord? For the first time, or is it a continuation? Mm-hmm. Interesting challenge. Yeah. Well, and I even think about, you know, when I come in to the meal time at six, or we have it at six o'clock whenever anyone else yeah. has it. But connection cafe meal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I come into that time, that can be part of my worship because I'm ordering. I'm ordering my time to prioritize relationships. Why? Because God prioritizes relationships and, and with his time. Yeah. And so how do I worship him? Well, I go, what is God prioritizing? What is God doing? And so if I want to worship him, I got to reorder my life. Yeah. And so I got to spend time with believers. I got to spend time with people of like mind. Uh, and so part of that Friday night experience is, hey, I'm going to come in at six o'clock. I'm worshiping God with my mm, time. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I go to open share and I'm sharing, I'm worshiping God because God's vulnerable with me. He shares his heart with me. And so I need to share my heart yeah. with others. It's interesting, too. I mean, as you were talking, and I know you got a lot of content we want to get to here. This is great. Maybe this will be a series of podcasts. <laughs> we don't know. We'll see how it goes here. But, mm. but I'm just thinking about a single mom mm. and she's washing the dishes after putting her son down for bed. Yeah. Can, can I say that it's possible for me to worship God as I'm washing dishes <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or cleaning toilets Yeah, or, you know, you know, cleaning up oil out of the driveway or whatever I'm doing as a human being. Can I, is it possible to worship God in that? Yeah, I mean, I would say, what what are the qualities of God that I need to emulate? Mm. And so what is a sign of respect to God is saying, I'm going to emulate how you do things. And so if I want to pattern, uh, if I want to figure out how to become a better basketball player, mm. um, one of the biggest signs of respect is, I'm going to go look up videos of Michael Jordan or Steph <laughs> yeah. Curry or whoever, and I'm going to watch how they play, mm. and then I'm going to learn how to play the game through how they play the game. Wow. And if I ever meet them one day, man, what a sign of honor and respect for me to go, hey, like, 
I've patterned every way of how I've learned to play the game through you. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I respect you as a player and like I'm proving or I'm showing that I respect you as a player because that's how I've patterned my life. And so mm. I think, I think you think about the servant nature of God. I mean, yeah. cleaning up the oil, changing the diaper, doing the dishes, whatever it is. Which is it's men, worship. men or women. Let me be yes. clear. Yeah, not, yeah, I don't exactly. want to try to stereotype on yeah. that. Or if you're like me, you wouldn't clean up the oil because I can't do car things. So, Well, my gag reflex would kick in with the dirty <laughs> diaper. So no, there's, that's a whole other podcast. Maybe we'll do a special one on that. <laughs> but I think, I think it is, though. I think it's yeah. worship, man. I think I think just, just that element of going, God, I'm honoring you because I want to honor others and serve mm, others. And I so this is an act of worship. Uh, is is a sign of respect and adoration. How can I live my life that brings reverence, adoration, and respect to you, Lord? Mm-hmm. I love that, and, and it's and it's hard. I mean, I <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't always do it well uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, but I, I do know that patterning and, and, and the here's the cool thing: it's it's that living my life as an act of worship is. It's not just the right thing to do or the best thing to do, but it's a really good thing to do. Mm. It's it's actually beneficial to me, yeah. Uh, to to pattern my life after a perfect being, yeah. <laughs> and and with my recovery as well, it's it's you know when I'm okay, God's called me to integrity. God's called mm. me to to love and respect um, Him, others, and myself. Yeah. And so when I pattern my life, I go, okay, God, I want to worship you in this. I actually feel better. Mm. Uh, and my life, my life is better. doesn't mean that, that, you know, the storm's not going around yeah. me, but, and so it, it's, it's not only good, but it's beneficial. Yeah. Well, even thinking about, you know, the, the two things that he asks us to do to, with all our heart, soul, and mind to love God. Mm. And the second thing is to love others. Mm-hmm. And what you're describing is we're actually living out with our full heart, mind, and soul the very thing that he's asking us to do. We do that to him, and we worship him alone. But the way we love and in that fruit toward others, we're, we're actually um, walking in a lifestyle that is um, honoring, uh, reverent, yeah. and respectful to him. First Corinthians 10.31, I had this written down, but... So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Hmm. And I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of like, I feel like Paul here was like starting off like, so what are you eat? Are you drinking? He's like, actually just whatever you do, <laughs> <laughs> you know, name all these things, <laughs> whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. It's, it's all worship. It's all glorifying him. And so hmm. I, I, I love, I love that idea of, of worship, like you said, is not just, you know, when I, and sometimes I even sometimes struggle to say, Oh, I, I lead worship. Like I lead songs, yeah. <laughs> but, but I, but I do lead worship, you know, we yeah. do lead worship. And well, so, but it's a form of worship. Yes. And yeah. so, um, it's, I love that lens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so worship is just so, so broad. Yeah. So, so we kind of, we kind of gave a good definition. I think that's a great way to lead into this is like worship is so much more than, than instruments and vocals and all that. But, but what does, if this is a good spot to go, you, you change, you take me another way if you want, but, but what does that look like practically when we are looking through the lens of the form of worship through 
instruments and vocals in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, can dive into that. Take that where you want us to go with that or yeah. another direction. But, yeah, yeah. but what, what, what do you say to that? No, I think that plays into kind of a question uh, I was thinking. And it may sound like a silly question, but it, it's the question of, yeah, as far as musical worship, as far as singing as instruments, I, I have to ask myself, why did God create us with the ability to do that. Mm. You know, like of all the, all the different ways that he expresses himself, um, all the different, the diversity that we see, you know, in, in humankind, whether it's, you know, ethnic diversity or regional or language or uh, skills and talents and abilities. It's like, why did God, give us the ability or why did he create music? Why did he give us the ability to sing? Why did he give us the ability to stretch out these strings really tightly? And then we pluck them and we go, Oh, that sounds kind of cool. And then we add another string and we pluck two together and we go, that sounds really cool. And then we add, you know, and so I, I love that vein of thought of, um, God, God created music Hmm. and, and, and we are musical people why and to be honest there's part of me where i i don't know yeah i don't know why but i do know that uh god loves music which is why we love music Mm. and i think that music is such a beautiful expression of the character and nature of god it's it's an ability to join together different sounds to create something beautiful when i was a choir director i'd always tell my students that our goal as 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 choir students is to how we have many voices, but we're creating one sound. Mm. And so I think, you know, when we gather on Friday nights, you know, to worship during our large group time, we're all gathering and we're we've come from different places. We've come from different regions and different situations and different mm. old, young. Uh, we, we're coming in all these different places and we're raising our voices in unity towards towards one thing. And there's something so powerful about many voices creating one sound. Mm. It's unifying. It's 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 gathering us together. And there's there's um actually in the Bible, this is this is crazy. There's over four hundred references to the mm. word sing. And actually fifty of those references are direct commands to sing. Hmm. And uh, so, for example, Psalm 96, 1 through 2. And FYI, a lot of this information is from a guy named Bob Coughlin. He's a great worship leader, but hmm. I'm kind of ripping off a lot of his good stuff. But he says, or the Bible says in Psalms, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. And just those two verses... Three times, sing to the Lord, sing mm-hmm. to the Lord. And so it's obviously, wow. it's it's a huge priority to God. That's really cool. Well, hold that thought. This is good stuff, man. I don't know if we're going to cover everything in one <laughs> podcast. This is good, though. I, this, I love that. Uh, I want to take a quick break. Michael, come back. We'll uh, continue the conversation. We're talking about worship. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, friends, if you're looking for an additional meeting, we would absolutely love for you to join us for our global online open share group every Wednesday at noon Pacific. 
uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time. All you got to do is go to CelebrateRecovery.com and find the link and you can join us and have a, a safe space to process your hurts, hangups, and habits, some victories or struggles that are happening throughout the week. Go to CelebrateRecovery.com for more information and join us on our Wednesday online open share meeting. Welcome back. Talking with Michael. Uh, he is a worship leader at uh, Fellowship Rogers uh, Celebrate Recovery. And 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 I love that uh, as we were kind of going into the break, we were just talking about, I love what you said, that one voice. How did you say that? Yeah, many voices creating one sound. One sound. And it struck me just thinking about that. It's all the things that happen in Celebrate Recovery, I mean, we have a small group open share. We're not all listening at the same time. Mm. We're not all sharing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, when we think about step study groups, same principles, there, there are things that, there are amazing things that happen, but this is the only time when we together corporately can sing in one voice, one sound, playing one melody uh, at the same time. And it just kind of gave me goosebumps thinking about that, mm-hmm. that um, when, I, when I get passionate about something, you know, I love sports, um, but when I think about when we're showing kind of our appreciation for something, there is just this crying out. Mm. And what I love about it, it doesn't mean that, that it's all loud and big to worship, yeah. but the point is, to be able to speak out loud. And that's what I love about music. It gives us a melody line to be in this one sound, but to express in the same message uh, words that articulate uh, the reverence and the gratitude, the respect, the adoration in our heart for the one who is our higher power in Mm -hmm. in the recovery language, right? To be able to collectively just say, you are so good, God. Mm-hmm. And however we say that, hallelujah, or praise your name, or whatever we, we say. That's pretty cool to think about. Yeah. Well, and 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 like you said, there's just something powerful about when we all come together and we're, we're singing, you know, all my life you have been faithful. All mm. my life you've been so, so good. And that with every breath that I am able, I'm going to sing of the goodness of God. Wow. And and even if that and, and I always like, you know, at CR I try to say, hey, if you know, you may have had a great week, you may have had a tough week. Yeah. You know, and so if you need to sit, you can sit. If you need to stand, you can stand. But and no matter where we're at, there's something powerful about people coming together and going, Hey, I'm singing this truth not only to God, but I'm also singing this over the people in this room. Mm. And so worship is, there's, there is a, a very vertical part of singing, of singing worship and praises to God, but there's also a horizontal yeah. fact of that many voices creating one sound, and I'm, I'm singing this to Jesus, but I'm also singing this to my brother and my sister who maybe you're not seeing God's goodness right mm. now. But That's a great perspective. But I want to I sing this to you, sing this truth to you. All my life, you have been faithful, but I am. I may be walking in the door, and and I don't believe that. Yeah, right. I don't mm-hmm. believe that all my life, you know, can be distorted thinking. But 
I've gone through a lot of pain. And, and so I'm singing these lyrics that I don't even know if I fully believe, mm-hmm. but I like thinking through that lens of that there's a rewiring in our brain and the distorted thinking is already being challenged and combated because I'm speaking God's truth. And so much, I mean, the messages we're singing is directly through the truths of God's scriptures. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to think that what we're singing if we can't find that in the Bible, that truth that we're singing, we don't need to sing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that goes, you saying that, I mean, one of, my, one of my team members said once that, you know, we hear lies all throughout the week. And what I love about Friday nights is we get to come together and mm. sing truth over each other. Yeah. And so that, I think that, that worship, like, like you said, it, it realigns what's reality, Mm. In, in some sense, it, it affirms reality. It affirms that, I'm, and this is difficult, but I think that it also affirms a a long term, a a broader perspective that that God is good, and that it yeah. may not be good right now, but God is good, and it mm. will be good. That God does work all things together for the good of those who are called according to His purpose and His glory, and that. And yeah. that, that may not look the way that we think it is, but but that truth to my heart, like I've leaned into that so much mm. that it's like, yeah, I, I'm going through a really tough time in, in my life or things around me, but I, I do believe in Scripture. I do want to worship God and align my life and honor Him and know that it, it will be good. God mm. will set things right. Yeah, it makes me think, and I don't remember where this is, but it just came to mind just how the worshipers used to go before the mm, army, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's like they were actually kind of softening the beachhead, so to speak, yeah. right? Before the army comes in for the battle. And just mm-hmm. thinking about that, just in context of what happens on a Friday night, this is why I think it's so important for us to come to the worship experience. I've heard, yeah. well, I'm, I'm just coming for the small group. Mm-hmm. Can you get value out of that? Of course. Yeah. But is there is there a softening of the beachhead, so to speak, to come into this space to worship and speak truths after a week of lies that will only magnify the open share experience? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's so much value, and I think again, it goes to the, the worship side of things. That it's all worship, and yep. so. But um, I always love to <clears throat> think of what we do in our lives as kind of like the the approach to having better physical health, right? It's like I can, you know, if I get sleep, and if I get really good sleep, that's going to help me. If I drink lots of water, that's going to help my health. If I eat healthy, that's really going to help. And if I work out, that's that's going to be good. And if I do one of those things by themselves. It'll be it'll be helpful, but man, what if I was doing a little bit of all? What if I was doing all those things? And so, the worship experience, like you said, it's part of that. It's right. It helps realign our hearts, and and as we're singing that to Jesus, singing it to the people around us, mm. um, there's there's almost like a very just I, I almost say like scientific, just like man, the power of singing something, yeah, uh, versus just saying it. But then there's also the biblical response. Like I said, you know, 400 times the mm. Bible says sing, sing to the Lord. And, and I love this too is that not only does the Bible tell us to sing, like a, 
I read one of the Psalms, another Psalm 46 or Psalm 47, six, sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises. He says it again, but not only do, do we sing to God, but it says that God also sings over us. Mm. And so Zephaniah three seventeen, it says that God exalts his people over, God exalts over his people with loud singing. Wow. And I, and I love that thought that again, it goes to why do I, why do we as humans, why does music move us? And maybe music doesn't move you the way that it moves me, but, but why does music strike such a chord, pun intended, with so many yeah. of us? It's because that's what God does. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I think, yeah, I think it, it probably moves all of us even if we don't understand it and we don't know yeah. it, right? Yeah. I mean, even thinking about when I think about past hurts, I mean, why why do we get emotional when we hear a song from our childhood? Mm. It's like there's it's connected to our story, mm-hmm. right? And I think that it, that's the cool thing is in this new story that's being written in recovery, it there is an emotional side of this, yeah, right. And sometimes we take that too far, right? We try to. Uh, if I can just work myself up into enough emotion, mm. then God will show up. Yeah, and that's not what. Yeah, um, you know, that's not what we're trying to do here. But there is an emotional connection that when we bring our heart into a space and we cry out this acknowledgement that all my life you have been faithful, and we think mm-hmm. about what that means. How can it not stir our hearts? It doesn't mean we just start weeping. <laughs> yeah. But there is an emotional connect, just like the old songs from Wounds bring up emotions. We're writing a new story that brings up new emotions to to know how to walk in that gratitude and and um, appreciation to to worship and adoration. God, you are all my life. You've been so faithful, and I, even if I didn't know it, yeah. And I'll worship you. I'll give mm-hmm. you praise. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and I think. Man, there's so many things I could say with all of that, but I love what you said about like music. I think part of part of what music does is it it does connect with our emotions. It's it should stir up yeah. something with uh, with us and and error or it's it's part of the beauty of music is that it can and and so often has this wonderful ability to to take us to a place to um to highlight something to tie something deep within our soul to help us Mm. to learn something but like you said we we i can't get caught up there's a difference between music affecting my emotions versus me operating in emotionalism Mm. which is where that emotion is the end goal in and of itself Mm. you know if if i'm and that goes to what you're saying. If like, if I just listen to this worship song enough, and if I really right. believe this, and if I really, yeah, you know, then then I'm going to start crying, or I'm going to start feeling something, or on a, you know, when we're in large group, if I'm not feeling something, yeah. I got to get the music's got to affect me, and it's well, am I pursuing that feeling emotion, or mm. am I allowing the words to soak into my heart first, and then yeah. responding to that? And so that. the difference between <laughs> emotionalism versus music impacting me emotionally. Yeah. So. yeah, it's that difference, and this is a whole other topic, but just the difference between happiness, feeling happy, mm. and joy. Yeah. It's like what you're describing there, Michael, is joy to, and I may have had a hard week, 
Mm. Maybe I'm still crying. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. Um, in a hard space, like Lord, this is what I'm feeling. But all my life, you've been faithful, Lord, and and that's the truth I'm holding on to. Yes. So that I can have yeah. joy, even though I don't feel real happy right now. Yeah. The the difference between as as worship leaders, we talk a lot about the difference between inspiration and manipulation mm. and there's often a fine line between those two so unpack that what do you mean by that inspiration and manipulation yeah there's there's a difference between i can i can go and and hear my heart in this i love orchestral music yeah i love it um i've been to a lot of orchestras and and you walk in and the lighting's just right and yeah you know, they set the stage and Everything's yeah. set up and it's quiet and and the violin just starts with the little solo and then it's moving and everything is designed and 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 this is not necessarily a bad thing but no. it's designed to manipulate yeah. some my emotions it's designed and the sole intent is to try to get me to get to this place or mm. it's to take me on this journey and so and that's and I and I think within that context it's great right yeah. But when we're talking about worship, my goal as a worship leader, when I come in, is not to try to have just the right lights and do just the right thing to try to convince everyone to feel a certain way. Right. My goal is to is to utilize the tool of music, to utilize what God's given, the talents that God's given me, yeah. to inspire people with truth. Right. And so that's why, I mean, it's so important, like, and, and again, this is kind of, could be its own topic, but just how important it is what we sing. Yeah. Not just, is the song cool? Is it yeah. sound great? But am I singing truth? Yeah. Because it's really important that that what I'm singing is inspiring people to look at Jesus, mm. is inspiring others around me to turn towards Jesus is inspiring others of the actual truth. And and I'm not trying to manipulate an emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to inspire yeah. a, a response towards Jesus. Yeah. So, and and invite, I also love that just invitation. Yeah. Inviting people to 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 look at Jesus. And so that's that's a huge part of worship. Yeah. Cause we I mean we use lights in our services yeah. and you know that but it is but it's to inspire us. We're trying trying to create a an environment that is conducive to letting the outside noise, the ruckus of your mm-hmm. life and just <sighs> take a breath and and uh, but yeah I love the the thought that you you read earlier. Um, as we wrap up this podcast, we'll we'll do another one on this, mm. but but just that thought of God singing over us, just sitting in. When you said that, it hit me, uh, hit my body, and that's like just imagining a loving Father who is singing loud over me, mm. and and why might He be doing that? Mm-hmm. Just as we sit here in this space, why would the Almighty God the the creator of the cosmos, why would he, why might he be singing over in a loud voice over Michael? Mm. What do you think? Man, I, you know, you, I had this response ready and then you said for Michael and I was like, oh man. <laughs> He's I like, ooh, just personalize. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, no, f- <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's such a good question. Uh, you know, I think 
part of what I was going to say, and, and this, this applies to me too, but it's like the things that I care the most about, I want to express in the purest way. Mm. And so, you know, I think about God creating us and how does he, in the just purest form, how does he want to express his, I just love this person. I just, man, like, I'm so glad I made this part. I'm so, I'm so just wrapped up in just who you are and what you're about. And man, like, and, and I, and, and it's not prideful for God to say this. It's like, I'm the best thing for you. And I want, I want you to be about me. And cause I'm all about you and I love you. And I just want to sing this song to try to woo you, you know, to try to pull you in. And, uh, I just, I see it as like almost a, a, this romantic, like God loves, and he's trying to woo me yep. into his, his arms and wow. just, um, and, and I said romantic, but even just a deeper level than that, just yeah. this pure intimacy, uh, yeah. just, I, I, I'm trying to woo you. Mm, that's so good, man. Well, this went really super fast, and I knew it would. <laughs> I, know. Um, I know you got some more stuff you want to cover. Eight more pages. No, no, I don't have eight, but yeah, that's That great. was paragraph one. No, uh, no we'll, so we'll get you back on, and we'll yeah. do a part two of this. But thanks, Michael. Thanks for yeah. how you lead us well, and thank you for the, the visuals and the pictures you gave us here. A lot to chew on yeah. uh, in, this, in this space. So I uh, love you, brother. Appreciate you, you, man. man. Well, we hope this has been a beneficial conversation for you. Worship is key. And, and I remember the old quote that says, our loudest instrument is not our screeching electric guitar or drums. It isn't even our power vocals. It's our voice. It's our life. It's walking in that newness of life as recovered and recovering brothers and sisters in Christ. Hope that holds uh, true to your heart as you take all this in. Hey, if you'd like to join us in this row, go to CelebrateRecovery.com. As always, we'd love to have you join a group near you. Hey, thanks for being with us. We hope you'll join us next time. Until then, God bless you.